Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more r slash And if you love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. And let's crack straight on with today's first story. Now, today's first story comes from Throwaway Ads Here 27, who asks, Am I the asshole for not wanting to do Thanksgiving dinner and my parents without my wife? And, of course, follows with an update. I, 30 male, feel stupid for even asking. My sister, 29, and my wife, 34 female, did not have the best history. Before we met, my wife was my sister's landlady, and she was renting the room at the back of my wife's house six years ago. She got evicted less than four months after moving in because my sister did not pay her rent at all. Then she was taken to court for damages that costed way more than she put down on security deposit. My sister did end up having to pay but basically hated my wife for this. We met after this all went down and I went to go pick up my sister's stuff she left behind that my wife was decent enough to have not thrown out yet. We started chatting and really hit it off. Started dating, year and a half later she got pregnant with our son. Now happily married but my sister never took it well. We weren't as close before all this but after becoming a traitor in her eyes we didn't talk much. She hasn't even met my son who's three. My parents are really trying to push for us all to have a family Thanksgiving at their place. My sister never wanted to go because I'd be there with my wife and she didn't want to see me. My parents never pushed it before because they didn't think my sister was being fair considering the issues she has with my wife were all things she did herself. This year, they feel different though since my sister broke up with her boyfriend of six years and it's her first holiday without him. She, however, doesn't want to see my son or wife, so that's why they're asking if they be left at home. My wife doesn't have any other family and I don't want her and my son missing out because my sister doesn't want them there. It's not a problem for me to miss out on dinner with my wife so my sister could have the company and I just stay home with my own family. My sister is blowing it out of proportion because she wants me there, but I'm being an asshole because she wants the whole family there. Parents are taking her side here because it's been a difficult year losing her boyfriend and job, so she just wants one family dinner for Thanksgiving. I get it's been a tough year for her. I'm just having a hard time seeing how it's selfish or being inconsiderate to not want to exclude my family. The big thing that jumped out to me in this one is, you know, sister doesn't want wife or child to turn up there and the parents are agreeing with this, so they don't want their grandchild there either. Surely one of the best things about Thanksgiving, and I'm assuming here because obviously from the UK I don't celebrate it, so you may have to put me on the correct path here. It's all about family and coming together as a family. And your sister's the one who's breaking this up more than anyone because of her shitty past behavior. You rent a place, you gotta pay that rent. If you don't, that's on you. That's not on the person who's renting out the place. And I only base it on like these programs that I watch. I always come back to the programs I watch, don't I? <laughs> like nightmare tenants where they don't pay their rent and eventually after months where they've been pushed out of the home because of the court systems 
person who's renting out the place is left with a shithole that they got to de redecorate and like six or more months of no rent. So, and some people rely on that to get by as well. So I've gone off a bit there, but I'm more shocked that the grandparents are agreeing to this more than anything. I would have thought like Thanksgiving, family come together, they'd want to see the grandchildren, but hey, not the asshole to me. We're going to cover a couple of the comments, then we're going to move on to the update. MG Darian says, not the asshole. It's been six years and your sister was at fault. Time to grow up and drop the grudge. And the fact that she would hold it against your toddler is ridiculous. If she wants a whole family there, she needs to accept that your wife and child are family, whether she likes it or not. Family doesn't always get along. She needs to deal with that or not expect you there. OP says, it's how I feel too. My wife was the wrong party and she's over it now. I'm sure because my sister was the one who had to pay out of pocket, she feels differently about it. But still, like you said, it's been six years. Andre Louis says, not the asshole, although your sister is. She's mad at your wife because she didn't pay her rent and got evicted six years ago. I get she's had a rough year, but let it go already. If the whole family isn't there, it's on your sister, not you. Good luck. Guppy Tub says, not the asshole. I wouldn't go without my partner. They need to realize that your wife is part of the deal and your sister is just going to have to deal with it. It's totally unfair to exclude your wife and son. Miss MonkeyPants95 says, not the asshole. Your wife and son are your core family now. They should come before anyone else, especially toxic siblings. It took me 40 years to realize this and the weight lifted off me is tremendous. Ten Brat says, not the asshole. Your sister is holding onto a grudge that she was responsible for in the first place. If your parents want all of you to be at Thanksgiving together, the sister can apologize to your wife and then you can start considering having dinner together. That too, if your wife is okay with that. Your family needs to realize your wife is your priority. And Maybean says, as a landlady, I have little compassion for people who don't pay rent from start. We've had one tenant who suddenly stopped paying because she quit her job and decided rent was the one thing she should not pay anymore. We've had one who just moved in and didn't pay anything from the start and we've had one who repeatedly forgot to pay. So I always had to remind him how many months he still owed us. The last one actually seemed mostly helpless, but it was exhausting to always be on his back. OP's sister never meant to pay rent. I'm rather sure or she would have at least pretended to for the first one or two months. She brought this on herself completely. So she can go kick rocks. OP, either your whole family goes or you stay home with them. If your sister wants a relationship with you, she needs to understand that your wife is in the picture for good and she can get over herself or not. Her choice, you're not the arsehole. And with that being said, we're gonna now move on to the update to see what happens next. Did they go to Thanksgiving or not? So update. Well, of course I didn't follow along with their ridiculous request. Wasn't about to leave my wife and child at home to have dinner with people who didn't want my family there. It pissed me off like you can't imagine. We had fights prior to dinner because I couldn't believe my parents were fine with excluding my son from time to spend with them. It bothered me the more I thought about it. Then there went my sister calling crying that I'm a piece of shit for not being there for her. Honestly, it was so irritating. We went back and forth. I just remember telling her to grow up and stop being a spoiled you-know-what. And well, she didn't call after that one. We stayed home to have our own Thanksgiving. My son kept asking where grandma and grandpa are. I wasn't about to tell him the real reason that we weren't going with them, so we only told him they're a little sick so we can't go. He still wanted to talk to them. They video chatted for a while, then you could hear my sister in the background. Then they were suddenly in a hurry to end the call. I'm sure she didn't know they were talking to us. 
I tried not to let that anger me too much so we could all be in a good mood. To the person who suggested a nice pajama Thanksgiving dinner, well, we followed through on that and it was pretty relaxing. My son decided he wanted to go all out in his dinosaur PJs. <laughs> it was a lovely time. We made a pillow fort after dinner and then my son fell into a food coma so me and my wife had some alone time too. This was so much better than any dinner with my parents and someone who had no respect for my family. It really left me with a completely different view of them. I know she is going through something difficult and my parents are trying to help, but it hurts knowing that they wanted to toss my family to the side to make her happy. For that reason, we won't be spending Christmas with them either, which has been a whole thing too, but oh well, they did this to themselves. We're taking a little family vacation up to the mountains so my son can enjoy the snow just to do something fun on Christmas so he doesn't focus on the fact we're not spending it with his grandparents either. And again, I think you had to handle this in the best way forward. You didn't tell, you know, the, the little child that grandma and grandpa doesn't want to see you or anything like that. You were positive about it just that so they were a little ill at the moment and spoke to them virtually, which is absolutely fine. And it became a huge positive for you that you set up these boundaries and you know, you're not going to take this shit no more. And you're totally correct that they did this to themselves. They didn't step back and say, you know, sister's being the irresponsible one here. She's being the immature one and she's still doing it even after the fact she hasn't said, look, I'm really sorry, brother. I'd like to apologize to your wife and I'd love to have your family here for Thanksgiving as a family together. And like I said before, I know we don't celebrate Thanksgiving, but I sort of at Christmas dinners when my family gets together when there was more of us. It was my favorite time of year out of Christmas and more than the presents, more than anything else, sitting down at a table together and celebrating over a meal like that was my favorite time of year But because it happened so infrequently. It was just the best thing. So to put myself in OP's shoes and someone, you know, to take that away almost out of spite. Yeah, I wouldn't want nothing to do with that person either. But what do you guys make of this one? And apologies if I got any of the Thanksgiving stuff wrong. Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we move on to another story. And our next story does follow with an update as well from importantok9984 who asks, will I be the arsehole if I left to open my own business? I female 30 am self-employed. I rent a premises from the person, 60 male, who trained me. Let's call him Steve. I've been with Steve in his business for four years and qualified in my field a year ago. I began as a trainee. During my training, I began doing treatments at a trainee rate. Steve took half to cover his cost to train me. Upon qualifying, I became self-employed and rent a workspace from Steve but trade under his business name. I told Steve I have two children and a husband who often travels for business. Steve accepted this in the stipulation I would need a bit of flexibility and hired me but Steve became more demanding of my time. Within a few months, I was attending six days a week and picking up all the scut work. When I qualified in my field, my husband retired with some savings. We invested in the kit I needed. This used a large sum of our savings, followed by the pandemic that prevented me from trading. Steve still continues to log all my income, taking 50% of my self-made income as workspace rent. In the first few months after the quarantine, I was in debt, which I paid off quickly. Due to this, I began getting in debt to Steve for the 50% cut he wanted. Steve got angry and accused me of stealing money, so Steve began taking an extra cut. I am walking away with only around 25% to 30% of my self-made income. On top of the income issue, Steve expects me to work for him rather than myself despite being self-employed. Steve dictates my work hours and I must ask permission for time off. 
Steve expects me every day for his scut work, six days a week from 8am till 6pm, even if I don't have appointments. Whenever I try and reason with Steve and remind him I have a young family, he reminds me of all he has done for me and all that he requests in return is loyalty. Recently, it's become more unbearable. I sought help in a financial advisor who calculated that I paid Steve just shy of $48,000 rent in only nine months and explained I could have my own premises for much less. He found me several rentals I could look at for reference and information to start up my own salon. I called sick today as Steve made my life so miserable. He was bad-mouthing me to colleagues and clients knowing I could hear and even bad-mouthing my husband, calling him an asshole. I'm a bit of a pushover and didn't speak up for myself. He claims because I had stolen from him by being late with invoices, he can't trust me and I had to work harder to prove I was trustworthy enough for him. Steve always reminds me I owe him my career and all he asks in return is loyalty. Would I be the asshole to leave in spite of this and start myself as a competitor of the business who trained me? After all, I wouldn't have my qualifications if he hadn't hired me to begin with. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Nope, nope, nope. Not the arsehole at all to me. I mean, you know, he keeps talking about this, how much you owe him out of loyalty for training you, but you paid for him to train you, the cheeky so-and-so. And I can't remember the exact law, and I'm not sure it's the same in the U- the US or elsewhere, but in the UK, if you're employed for a certain amount of hours per year or something along these lines, you know, you're considered more of an employee than self-employment. In one of my self-employment jobs, I was told, that ideally you need to have like work from several places rather than just one because at the time I was being self-employed but for the old company that I used to work for and my accountant told me that you know I could be considered to be employed by them still if I carried on working the hours that I did but it sounds like OP is in the US so I don't know what the laws are like there but he sounds like an awful person that's manipulating you taking advantage of you yeah and you need to stand down on that start your own business and and compete with him (laughs) no jellyfish 1208 says not the asshole steve has obviously taken advantage of you at this point you deserve better than that judgmental panda says not the asshole you owe steve nothing you paid for your training he didn't help you at all does a college graduate have to bend over backwards a year later to help their former professor grade tests That honestly sounds like several illegal actions being taken here that you may want to document and consult a lawyer about, but the short version is that he is treating you almost like an indentured servant. Aside from the illegal elements of this, one has not done you a favor if they spend years asking you to pay them back, especially if they're asking you to do more for them than they had initially done for you. That is just an unfair transaction. 
Would you accept it if a grocery store charged you for $8 for a four gallon of milk? Because they did you a favor of selling you the milk. Consectariana says, not the arsehole. Yes, he helped you in the beginning, but you more than repaid him. You don't owe him loyalty forever just because he helped you get started. Kyojin Wo says, not the arsehole. He's taken advantage of you in several ways. To be honest, he sounds simply awful. You would be the arsehole if you stayed. You owe yourself a chance to excel. It's that simple. Training someone does not mean you get to steal their money and abuse them and benefit from their work forever. You trained, you're done. He can't respect you or treat you as an equal, you leave. Simple. You can do this. Fly and be free. Good luck. Eyepatch Willie says, you don't sound self-employed. You sound like you essentially have a franchise agreement with this person. If you agreed to pay Steve 50% of your gross, that was stupid. But if so, you didn't really get out of debt. You just created new debt to Steve. So leave if you want. But if you still owe Steve, that doesn't just go away. OP replies saying, we have no written contract. I became self-employed when I qualified. I manage my own bookings, finances, taxes, and pay my accountant. I also pay for my own kit and the 50% from my earnings has always gone to Steve since I was in a trainee position. As a trainee, I wasn't paid by Steve. Until I began treatments, I was unpaid. When I began trainee treatments, Steve would give me 50% of the treatment cost. Now he still takes 50% and invoices it as workspace rent. My invoice he calculates weekly, which is 50% of my weekly earnings from my treatments. Now, after falling behind in the first few months of trading, he takes a further $200 a week on top of the 50% sum he has always taken. I am self-employed in the sense I am responsible for all my own bookings, finances, equipment, and must pay to trade from the premises I work within. However, you are right. It doesn't feel like I'm self-employed as I'm still working for someone else without the security of being an employee. Wow, and it just sounds worse and worse. So let's hope OP does leave, take everyone's advice, and goes their own separate way. But how will Steve react? Let's find out in the update. Update. After reading the comments on my previous posts, I decided it would be in my best interest to start the process of opening my own place. I did this discreetly knowing Steve would have been furious if he knew my plan to go solo. I planned to continue renting until I had managed to secure my rental and upgrade it to the standard needed to open. However, I got very sick with an ongoing infection, which wouldn't shift. My doctor believes due to burnout from working six days a week for so long without a break. Yes, Steve was aware I was sick, but didn't offer any respite to recover. My doctor sent me for an emergency treatment at the hospital, at which point I was forced to take the time off sick. I was told firmly I needed at least two weeks. This wasn't accepted graciously, and I was bombarded with messages and calls demanding info of my recovery and expected return from the second day of my absence. Bearing in mind I am meant to be self-employed with no legal requirement to inform anyone of my recovery. The final straw came when I got a phone call just as I had come out from a minor surgery, still a surgery, and was quizzed about my health. I was groggy and confused and scolded for not replying to a message Steve had sent the day prior. And honestly, I didn't notice the message. I was genuinely sick and have an underlying chronic condition which extends my recovery time generally. I was visibly upset and my husband witnessed the call. Being too weak and upset to address it, my husband decided enough was enough and phoned Steve to be met with an accusation that the situation was my fault for not responding to a message. He asked someone to collect my belongings. Most of my expensive equipment we invested in from our savings and my qualification certificates missing. And I left there and then. Steve has refused to return my property and the certificates, but I don't even care. 
I'm free and can replace the equipment and get copies of my certificates. Just a small update and genuine thank you for all the wonderful advice on my previous post. And this is not the positive update I was hoping for. And I went straight down in the comments because I'm peed off that the guy took the equipment. And Ed LV asked, you need to go after him and get your property back. I'd go as far as calling the police on him. He's a big time asshole, and you want to cut all ties with him. But don't let him get away with taking your stuff. To which OP replies saying, I absolutely had to consider taking legal action to get my property back. However, it extends the time I need to deal with this negative presence. I genuinely feel cutting my losses and letting him have my second-hand equipment is a small price to pay to be free of the anxiety and stress that he brought into my life. Throwaway Protein says, file a report with the appropriate authorities and get your certificates back or find a way to get new ones. You may not be able to submit copies and that'll affect you later. OP replies saying, thankfully, all my certificates have a name on them. He can keep the copies that are framed, but I'm the only one who can legally obtain copies through the correct procedure. I already have one which was emailed to me and I can request the others from a third party who issued them to me with photo ID. So we can keep my void copies as they're worthless once new ones have been issued. The Euphoric Tribble says, if you did open your own competing business, you'd be not the asshole. You'd be looking out for yourself and taking on a challenge by becoming a competitor against someone that frankly needs to be cornered to fold. But I'm with the other person here. Steve has committed theft and if it's as high value as you said on it, a very serious felony as well. You're entitled to have your stuff back. Get the cops involved if you must, but don't look the other way. He's been getting off pretty damn easy with a crime if you did. OP replies saying my equipment costs were over $3,000 if that helps at all. Although I am still quite sick with further complications, which are making my ability to continue this battle much more difficult. The weight that lifted from my tense shoulders as I heard my husband say she'd be leaving with no further contact and our collector things was indescribable. Even though he got a trainee to drop my stuff outside my door and then refused my husband access to collect the missing items. But honestly, $3,000 honestly feels like a small cost considering the absolute relief it's brought me. I'd have paid $5,000. And one more from Apprehensive23474 who says, reading your comments and I hope you see this OP. You are not free from this negative presence. Please, please, please talk to a lawyer or file a police report. I don't know what certificates these are, OP. However, if they include like a contractor number or something, get them back. Send a letter through a lawyer or contact the agency that gave them out. I would not put it above Steve to sink your business using your certificates as his, especially being you will be his competition. Again, I understand not wanting to deal with him anymore. However, the fact that he still has those certificates can spell disaster. Do not give him the chance to use them for fraud or worse. Take legal action. Edit to add, voided means nothing. I live in the Western US where you run into someone using a voided or expired contractor license every day. The average person is not going to double check that information. Now, how do you feel about this one? What would you do? Would you fight for that stuff back? Or can you understand OP, you know, and the relief that it's given just to be no contact with this person anymore? And how do you think the future holds for OP being in, in direct competition with Steve and their business? There could be more to this story down the line, I think. But let me know your thoughts in the comments below. 
Now, a huge thank you to all of you for the new members that I've been seeing recently. There's been a whole bunch of you and I'm ever so thankful. It's coming up to Christmas time, so I haven't been able to say thank you or anything like that. And it's just been so, so busy. But, you know, after Christmas, we'll be back to our normal flow, hopefully. <laughs> thank you so much for your love, time and support. And for everyone for liking and getting involved, subscribing, all that good stuff. I can never thank you enough for what you do, honestly. Thank you so much and I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love to you and a happy Christmas, even though it's the 22nd. <laughs> yeah, man, I remember being so naive when life was good, weather and palm trees. Back in the day, you were everything I need. But then along came a time when you crushed my dreams. Oh, yeah, you played me like a fool when you made me believe that the line between love wasn't thick enough to read. Oh, yeah, you see we in the spare crime everywhere. You're selling false hope because you just don't care. Nah, uh, you just don't care. Nah, 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 you just don't, just don't care. Uh, you just don't. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.